Hi beautiful awakened souls, my name is Annie and I am a manifestation and mindset coach. It is my purpose and mission to inspire you to be the best version of yourself and help you manifest a life full of love, freedom and abundance with ease. In this podcast, I share my wisdom about mindset, manifestation, spirituality and personal development. Awakened Souls podcast is for you if you are committed to your growth and desire to create the life of your dreams. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this serves you. Hi, beautiful Awakened Souls. Welcome back to another episode of Awakened Souls podcast. And in my first episode I shared a little bit about what even made it possible for me to believe that I can have a podcast and a big part of what that was joining this mastermind called Quantum Queendom um, which really allowed me to expand my mind to show me what's possible to increase my self-confidence and belief in myself and that's really how the podcast got started and it really truly was a life-changing experience for me it shifted a lot of things for me and today I wanted to share some of the lessons that I learned in this three-month container so I'm going to share um, 10 lessons that really really helped me a lot in these last three months so let's get into it first lesson is owning your desires so sometimes we think we know what we want but really we're dimming our desires because we think that they are too good to be true or they're not even possible for us at all and so we're really holding ourselves back and not owning what we truly desire we're playing small um we are scared to dream big, but the thing is, even if you don't fully believe that your desires are possible, still own them because otherwise you will never get there. And if you don't know how you're going to get there yet, that's okay. But the only way you do is if you fully claim it with absolute certainty and just acknowledge what you want and own your desires because you can manifest impossible out of nothing you can shift timelines you can shift into a timeline where your desire is already a reality but you need to fully claim it so I will explain a little bit about what that means because maybe you haven't heard of timelines and you have no idea what I'm talking about um So basically, at any time, there is all these different timelines that are available to you. And with every choice that you make, you jump onto different timelines. And that can mean small things and big things. So for example, choosing what you have for breakfast, like you could have a really healthy nourishing breakfast, or you can have a really unhealthy, processed awful breakfast and over time 
you know, maybe in 10 years time, if you continue to take that action, you'll be in a completely different place in your life. You can be fit and healthy and vital, or you can be really unwell and have disease in your body. So that's a little example how you, how your daily choices help you shift timelines. And it can be like bigger things as well. For example, choosing to end a relationship or stay in a relationship that can completely change your life. Um, for me, moving to Australia, like that was a huge timeline shift. If I stayed in Estonia, my life would be completely different now, 11 years on. Um, so that one little decision that I took, like that I bought that plane ticket and I came here for what I thought was going to be six months, now my life is completely different. So you just never know what the universe has in store for you but if there's something that is in your heart then you've got to own that desire even like creating this podcast if i didn't own that desire like there was a point in time where i didn't because i didn't know it was possible for me and you know that's okay if you don't know how exactly you're going to get there. You don't need to see the whole staircase. You just need to take the first action step. And something else that I want to remind you is that your desires wouldn't be in your heart if they weren't possible for you. God put your desires in your heart for a reason. If there's something that you want, you have to go for it. It's there for a reason. And it means that it's possible for you. And it means there's already a timeline where your desire is a reality. And you have this one life. I mean, depending on what you believe on, you have many, many, many lives. But right now in this, in this reality, you have this one life. And who are you living it for? And, you know, you can make it your dream life. You can go after what you want. You can have everything you desire. You just need to fully own your desires and fully claim it. And an affirmation that really has helped me is this. What is desired by me is destined for me. I just absolutely love it. I think it's so, so powerful. So yes, that is the first lesson. Own your desires. Second one, um, triggers are opportunities for healing so often when triggers come up we don't want to look at them they're uncomfortable they can cause pain and shame and judgment and sadness and all these uncomfortable feelings that we rather not deal with but triggers are opportunities for healing if we choose to see it that way and in order to do that, you first need to let go of any judgment and shame and accept whatever you're feeling because healing can only come from a place of love for yourself. What you resist, persists. So you need to first learn to love and accept the parts of yourself that you shame and judge. That's the only way to heal. If you resist feeling those feelings, they're going to stay with you. And something else that has really, really helped me in the past is that 
the story you're telling yourself is bullshit, but the feelings are valid. That's something I learned from my coach, Kristen, a long time ago, actually. And um, it came up again during this mastermind, but I just think it's such an important lesson um, because whenever you have a situation that triggers you, you're going to have a story in your head. Your ego is going to tell you all kinds of things and your ego communicates to you by your thoughts. So that's like the monkey mind, the chatter in your head that's telling you all these different things. So you got to remember that the story is bullshit. It's not true. But the feelings you're, you're feeling are valid. And just as an example for that is, for example, if you're going on a first date and you get there and you wait for your date and they never show up and your ego starts telling you that you're not good enough, that you're ugly, that they came and saw you and left or um, that you're unlovable or whatever the story is. So in this moment, the story is not true. But you might be feeling sad and you might be feeling rejected and abandoned and those feelings are valid. And this trigger has come up because there's a situation in the past that caused these feelings and in that time you suppressed it and you didn't heal it. So now this has come up so you could heal. So maybe maybe your first boyfriend left you and that's what caused this sadness and rejection and abandonment and you're never allowed to feel yourself feel those feelings and so they got suppressed and they're still in your body and now this situation has come up so you could heal and the way you do that is reminding yourself that the story is not true but the feelings are valid and you allow yourself to feel those feelings don't suppress them just feel your feelings and that's how you heal and that's how you use any triggers that come up as opportunities for healing. So lesson number three is the meaning of surrender. So I used to think that surrender means just fully trusting that everything's going to work out and everything's unfolding exactly the way it's meant to and having faith um, and having trust in the universe and yes it does mean that but also surrender means accepting whatever you're feeling in a moment even if that doesn't feel good even if that means that you're not fully trusting the universe and you're don't have faith in that moment that everything is going to turn out so surrender in that moment means accepting that you're feeling that way and by doing that that's how you actually surrender because if you force yourself to surrender it's not really surrender it's just another form of controlling your reality and what you resist persists so you need to allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling and that goes with um you know feeling sad as well sometimes when we feel sad we don't want to feel sad and so we try and lift our mood and just force happiness. But when we do that, we suppress the sadness and it's not going to go away. It's just going to be stuck in our body. And that's, that's not good. It's not good to have emotions stuck in our body. So it's important to allow yourself to feel the sadness or whatever you're feeling. And 
by surrendering to feeling that, that's how you actually move through it faster. And before you know it, you'll feel happy again without any force. So lesson number four is about manifesting with ease. So you can manifest from the energy of force or the energy of ease. And both will get you the end results you desire, but the process is completely different. So you can choose to manifest from an energy of ease and joy and pleasure, or you can manifest from forced action and hustle. And that kind of goes hand in hand with the masculine and feminine energy. Um, and I just want to say that like manifestation basically means bringing something from your mind, like a thought or an idea, into your physical reality. That's kind of what the word means. And there's this misconception that manifestation means that you just sit and meditate and visualize and things just like happen for you out of nowhere. And that's simply not true. And because of this misconception, a lot of people think that manifestation doesn't work. And if you just do that, then I agree, it doesn't work because that's only being in your feminine energy. And so because people think that sometimes they think that you just have to force action, you just got to go and make it happen. And that's a very masculine way of doing it. And in my opinion, it's, it's really important to find balance between the masculine and energy, the masculine and feminine energy because both are really important in the manifestation process. And sometimes that means that you're slowing down and doing the things you love and you're leaning into your feminine energy and creating space for some inspiration to come through. And then you're taking action from that space. And that will feel like ease. Or you're taking some inspired action and then you're leaning into the feminine energy to receive your desires. So it's kind of a dance between the two energies, masculine and feminine. But that's that's the way you manifest with ease. That's the way you, that's like the feminine way of manifesting. Um, not the overly masculine way that um, we have a lot in our society. So the next lesson is a little bit related to this one as well. Um, it's the energy of devotion versus discipline. And I absolutely love this concept that I learned. And it's also about how you're manifesting and whether you're coming from an energy of discipline and force or an energy of devotion. So an example that I can give you is being devoted to your lover, your partner. So say you have a partner and you love them so much. And so because you love them so much, you're happy to do anything for them. Maybe um, your partner is tired and they've had a tough day and you help them with some cooking or some housework or give them a massage or something like that. And maybe you don't particularly feel like doing those things, but you do it because you're so devoted to your partner and you love them so much. And so... This is how I look at other things as well, like my purpose and mission and goals and dreams. And it's about taking action because you're 
so devoted to your goals and, and dreams and mission and purpose. You're devoted to the end result. And for me, it's about self-expression, sharing my truth, and I'm so devoted to that. So in fact, my intention for today was devotion. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you might know that I set an intention for every day. I just choose a word and kind of have this theme for the day. And I just love doing that. And today my intention was devotion. And there was, you know, some resistance to recording a podcast because I have never done that before. And so, of course, ego's coming up with all kinds of excuses and stories of why I can't do it and other things I need to do. And so I could force myself and use discipline to just sit down and do it. But instead, I chose to come from an energy of devotion and I said to myself, I am so devoted to my end result. I want to share my wisdom. I want to share my voice. And and that's why I do this. And that's what helped me overcome this resistance. Because if I force myself, that energy would show in my voice. And you guys would hear it. And that's not the kind of energy I want to bring to my podcast. That's not what I'm about. So it's just like a very subtle energy shift, but it makes a huge, huge difference. And an affirmation that has really helped me recently is this. My wisdom is a gift to the world. My voice is worthy of being shared. It is an act of self-love and devotion to my self-expression. And another example that I just want to give you as well is with like healthy lifestyle and healthy eating and exercise that can also come from an energy of discipline and force where you just force yourself to work out and you force yourself to eat foods you don't enjoy or you can come from an energy of devotion and be like I am so devoted to nourishing my body to my long-term health to feeling good in my body and I do this because I love my body so much and that is just a completely different energy to come from and it just makes things so much easier. Alright, so the next lesson that I learned is about cyclical living. So this is something that I actually have known for a long time and have embodied as well to an extent but I really have taken it to the next level in the last couple of months. And um, if you haven't heard of this before, I'm talking about the seasons of our cycle. So um, that's like our moon cycle, our menstrual cycle. We have four different seasons, just like there is um, in nature. And the seasons um, all have kind of different things that we can do and different energies. So your spring is... Um, when you finished your period and you start getting a bit more energy and that's when it's good to set intentions and take some aligned action and then you move into your summer which is even more energy and confidence and you feel social and you want to take a lot of action and you have the energy to do that and then after that we have autumn which 
I'm sure you ladies know all about that's our premenstrual um, week and when we have our PMS the energy is dropping the mood's a little bit all over the place and that's um, a time to slow down and go inward it's a time for reflection and journaling and shadow work I spoke briefly about shadow work in my first episode but yeah this is kind of when stuff comes up and when we get triggered and we get irritated and that's not always a season that we love I know I've definitely been there but um, I have definitely learned to love this a lot more and then we move into our winter which is when we get our period and that's when we really need to rest and do nothing and have alone time and it's a powerful time for letting go and that's when we have a deeper connection with our intuition and we have ideas and guidance come through so that's a really powerful time as well and like i said i've i've used this cyclical living for years and how I've used it a lot is for example with exercise in your spring and summer seasons when there's way more energy that's when it's um, good to do like high intensity exercise and things like that and then in autumn and winter the energy levels drop and it's important to take it easier and just do more like walks and relaxing yoga and things like that and that's something I've really been mindful of um, for years and also with socializing as well like I'm, I'm way more social and outgoing in my in my yang seasons my summer and and spring seasons and more going inward and wanting to just rest and slow down in in my yin seasons Um, and there's different foods for different seasons as well but something that I have really learned is to love those slower seasons I think most of us don't really love the autumn and the winter and they're not as socially acceptable um, but they are really powerful like I said The autumn is so powerful because stuff will come up, triggers will come up and it's a time to reflect and journal and notice what comes up and that's really powerful because it then helps you, it helps you grow, it helps you learn lessons and take your life to the next level and winter is really powerful for letting everything go that came up during that autumn season and also something that I absolutely love is is having this deeper connection with my intuition and really tuning into that that's really really important as well and with with the winter season I find that it's often we don't love it as much because we still try and keep up with the pace of life and we still try and go out and do things and take lots of action and that's just a struggle during winter and when you really truly embrace the rest and allow yourself to rest without any guilt or shame it can be really really magical i have just fallen in love with resting and drinking cacao and journaling and just chilling in bed and taking it easy and slowing down and not having to do anything and i promise you when you really truly allow yourself to rest during that time 
Then when you move into your spring, you feel so much more inspired and energized and ready to take action. And action is way more easy then as well. So I really encourage you to try out this cyclical living and living according to our cycle because it really is a game changer. All right, so lesson number seven is about letting go of control. So I feel like I am pretty good with the big picture and trusting the universe. I always know that I'm supported and everything is unfolding exactly the way it's meant to. I have so much faith and trust in the universe. This is something that I really learned in the last year, um, especially the second half of 2021. Like I said, I, I've, I learned some lessons and went through challenging times and that really built my faith and trust in the universe. But something that I noticed recently is that I've struggled to let go of control in my everyday life and with little things. And I'm someone who loves to organize and plan everything. I just, I just enjoy doing that. And I think um, my conscious mind just thinks that it knows what's best for me and I want to make things go, go my way. And that kind of control can be a bit stressful. So I became aware of this recently and I've consciously focused on letting go of control with little things and with day-to-day things. And some of the affirmations that really help me with that is when I let go of control, most magical experiences come my way. And that's that's just been a game changer. I've really practiced that recently. And I just love how how that's played out in my life. Um, you know, for example, I had a day in Byron Bay recently and it was just the most magical day. And I just really reminded myself to let go of control and allow the magic to come in and not plan and I just kept repeating that to myself and yeah ended up having the most magical day and there's there's a few other examples as well like that so yeah that's that's a continuous moment to moment practice but I've definitely gotten a lot better with that all right so lesson number eight is about healing the past version of yourself and that will help to heal the present version of you as well. This is something I um, spoke about recently in my Instagram post. But basically, time is not linear. It's all happening at once. And by healing the past version of yourself, you can heal the present version of you as well. So for example... When you look at an old version of you and you feel shame or you judge that version of you, send her love instead. Forgive her because she was doing the best she could in that time. I really truly believe that everyone is doing the best they can with the knowledge and resources that they have. 
And that goes for other people and that goes for yourself as well in every moment. Because when there's something that you did, like a quote-unquote mistake, then you learn a lesson and now you know better. But in that moment, you didn't know better. You hadn't learned that lesson yet. So you had to make that mistake. And so it's important not to judge the past version of you or shame for what what you did because you didn't know any better in that moment. And so by sending love to that version of you, you're actually helping to heal the current version of you as well. Okay, lesson number nine, you choose your reality. So you can choose what reality you opt into. You can choose what you're energetically available for. You can choose your thoughts and your beliefs and those create your actions and ultimately create your reality. So for example, you can choose to believe that it's hard to, hard to start a business or you can believe that there is no good man out there. And if that's something you believe, that's what's going to manifest in your reality. But you can, you can choose your thoughts, you can choose your beliefs, you can shift them in any moment. And you can shift your reality and you can choose how you want your life to be. It's your life and you really are the creator of your life. You're the co-creator of your life together with the universe, but you really can choose what you're available for. And for example, um, there is a lot of bad things happening in the world all the time, and you can choose to opt into that reality. You can choose to watch the news every day and just hear all about the bad things that are happening and constantly surrounding yourself with that. Or you can choose to not focus on that. And it doesn't mean that you don't care or that it's not happening, but what you focus on grows. And why not focus on the good things? Because that's what's going to grow. How is it serving you to complain and feel sad and feel anxious and worry. Worrying does not serve you. Worrying is like praying for what you don't want to happen. The more you worry about something, the more likely it's going to happen. So be very careful with your thoughts, with your beliefs, with your focus. And also, you can set energetic boundaries as well for what you're available for. So for example with there was a point in time when I got really sick of hearing about COVID and I have people talking to me about it all the time and I did do my best to not engage in that conversation and to just shift the conversation to something else but at one point I just got so sick of it and I set an energetic boundary and I just said to myself I said to the universe I am not energetically available for this I am not available for talking about COVID and guess what the COVID conversation stopped energetic boundaries are really really powerful and obviously you need to follow with physical action too and if something like this comes up then you need to just 
um, yeah, direct the conversation. But that's just one example. And in my reality, there is a lot of a lot of good things, and that's what I choose to focus on. And it doesn't mean that I don't care about the bad things that are happening in the world. It just means that I choose not to focus on that. And honestly, I am so much happier for it. I am so much less stressed. I'm less worried. I have so much more inner peace. And I really, really highly recommend you to do that as well. Just choose what you focus on. Choose what you put your energy into. And the kind of thoughts you have and the beliefs you have and the conversations you have and the actions you take every single day. And lastly, the last lesson um, is an importance of community and sisterhood and having like-minded people around me. This is something that um, I really experienced in the three months of Quantum Queendom, this group coaching program. And there was, I think, eight of us there. And this is this is like a bonus lesson because this is something that I just like didn't expect and I did know before how important it is to surround yourself with like-minded people. But really, um, this group really helped me to understand this on a deeper level because there was just so much support and love and advice and help with whatever was coming up. And we were all coaching each other through our challenges. And it's just so powerful knowing that when you're going through something, you're not the only one going through this because so often we share something and then other women were like, yes, me too. I also feel like this. And it's just so amazing to know that you're not the only one going through something. And we're not meant to do this thing called life alone we are here for connection and it's so important to be vulnerable and share what's going on for you and that's how you connect with other people and it's important to have a safe space where you can do that and have like-minded people around you and it the, this container really showed me the power of coaching as well like I knew how powerful coaching was already before but now again like I just feel it on a deeper level because it's just amazing how we can get stuck in our own box and even though even when you've done a lot of work on yourself sometimes we don't see ourselves clearly and someone else who's like not inside our box can just look at us and be like, wow, the answer is so obvious. <laughs> so that's why it's so, so powerful to have a coach or someone who can just point these things out to you and help you get through whatever you're going through. Because there's stuff that comes up all the time. If you're on this journey of personal development spirituality and growth there's always stuff that's going to come up and it's just so important to have support to have like-minded people around you to know that you're not going through this alone and that is just such a game changer 
and I'm so so grateful for my community and like-minded people and everyone around me that are there for me when I need them. So with that being said, that is the main 10 lessons that I learned in this group coaching um, container. There's many, many, many more lessons and just wisdom that was shared and powerful aha moments and insights, but I kind of just tried to focus on the main things and I wanted to share these with you as well. So I really hope that this helped. I hope that some of this resonated with you and you got something out of this episode and again thank you so much for listening thank you for any feedback feel free to message me on instagram my instagram is this is anikoka a double n i k o double k a that's how you spell my name so you can find me on instagram and please 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 message me i'd love to hear from you i love to hear what you got out of this and if you have any questions about any of these things please reach out and i'll be happy to answer those for you thank you so much for listening beautiful souls i will speak to you soon bye Thank you so much for listening, beautiful soul. If this episode resonated with you, please share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at thisisanikoka. If you love this podcast, please subscribe and leave me a five-star review. It would mean the absolute world to me. Thank you for being here, beautiful soul. I am sending you so much love and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode.